0: Welcome to Hot Off The Wire, a daily podcast that looks at the top news, business, sports, and entertainment stories as reported by the Associated Press. I'm Terry Lipschetz, senior producer for Lee Enterprises and your curator of news. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss daily news updates. And now, the latest headlines. A new study on artificial intelligence being used in the medical community is finding signs of racial bias. Hospitals and healthcare systems are increasingly using artificial intelligence like chatbots to help summarize doctors' notes and analyze health records, but a new study led by researchers at the Stanford School of Medicine warns some programs appear to be perpetuating racist debunked medical ideas. An example Four of them failed to respond when questions about kidney function, lung capacity, and skin thickness were asked. And in some cases, they appear to reinforce false beliefs. There are biological differences between black and white people. One of the researchers says they've been working hard to remove those false tropes from the medical field and is concerned that these outdated beliefs may have led to less care for black patients who complained about pain and
1: received less relief than whites. I'm Jackie Quinn. A program in Tennessee aims to get more minority medical students into the field of organ transplant surgery in hopes that it will increase the number of organ donations in the black community.
2: So this is called the pericardium. You know what, what, what peri means?
1: Dr. Marty Sellers at Meharry Medical College in Jackson, Tennessee, is instructing students in organ transplant surgery. One of those students is Teresa Beldent, who grew up in Haiti. I've known I wanted to be a surgeon for a long time, so. This helps me, you know, hone in on like what I really want to do. Beldent and five fellow students spent the summer in a program by Meharry and Tennessee Donor Services, learning the complex steps that make transplants possible, including getting grieving families to donate their loved ones organs. In Nashville, Daphne Myers says the care the donor representative showed made all the difference. She says it was only then that she learned Her 26-year-old son, who had died, had filled out an organ donation card. And I was like, I've always supported my son and everything. So... That shouldn't change now. I'm Donna Water. The chemical that helps ACs and refrigerators work their magic is two thousand times more damaging to the climate than carbon dioxide. A common chemical used in AC units, refrigerators, and freezers called refrigerant works by transforming from liquid to gas. But it can be easily leaked from discarded machines if they're not handled properly. If AC installers skip steps such as pressure testing, that can result in ice buildup and leaks of refrigerant, which is two thousand. More detrimental to the environment than carbon dioxide. President of A Gas in the Americas, Mark Armstrong, says that's why his company manages specialty chemicals like refrigerants to make sure it never sees the light of day. So instead of disposing those, we can actually clean those and repurpose those, which avoids a new molecule of refrigerant from ever having to be made. Professor Jared Mason from Harvard University says improvements are on the way.
0: My laboratory is trying to develop a uh new generation of solid refrigerants that
1: can provide more sustainable fueling. I'm Tiffany Wong.
0: Curious about the weather? The Lee Weather Team hosts Across the Sky, a fast-paced weekly podcast that tackles hot topics and cold, plus what's trending in meteorology, science, and climate. Join Matt Holliner, Kirsten Lang, Joe Martucci, and Sean Sublet each week on Across the Sky through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A major pediatrician's group is casting doubt on powdered mixes known as toddler milks. A new report from the American Academy of Pediatrics says the powdered drinks marketed for older babies and toddlers as toddler milks are unregulated, unnecessary, nutritionally incomplete, and often contain high amounts of added sugar and salt. The products are packaged similarly to infant formula, but are not subject to the same federal regulations with regular inspections. The report also found that manufacturers make unproven claims that the drinks boost kids' brains or immune systems. A formula industry trade group, the Infant Nutrition Council of America, says the drinks could fill nutritional gaps. Experts say toddlers older than age one should eat a balanced diet of solid foods and drink breast milk, fortified whole cow's milk, and water. The Academy petitioned the FDA to regulate toddler milks in 2020, but the agency is still reviewing the request. I'm Jennifer King.
2: Bedbug hysteria has hit France, and especially its capital, as it prepares to host the Summer Olympics. The creepy crawlies that feast on your blood as you sleep have become a nightmare haunting France for weeks. Videos have appeared on social media of a bedbug crawling on a high-speed train, as worries around France heighten. Although it's not clear if there has been a rise in cases, business is booming for companies that eradicate the little brown insects. Pest control technician Luca Pradelier sprays steam in an apartment with a suspected case of bedbugs. He tells the AP, now as soon as they spot a bite, they don't ask themselves whether it really comes from bedbugs or not, they call us straight away. At a news conference, French government spokesperson Olivier Veran said an interministerial meeting has been organized to tackle the concern. He also said the issue impacts France's health, economy, transport and tourism. I'm Karen Chamas. The Mona Lisa has given up a secret. I'm Ben Thomas. Might this be what she's smiling about? Leonardo da Vinci may have been in an experimental mood when he started painting the Mona Lisa. That's the suggestion from new research published in the Journal of the American Chemical Society. Scientists used x-rays to examine the chemical structure of a tiny speck of the masterpiece. They found the oil paint recipe Leonardo used as his base layer to prepare the panel had its own distinctive chemical signature, a rare compound plumbonacrite. Confirming what art historians had previously only hypothesized, that Leonardo most likely used lead oxide powder to thicken and help dry his paint as he began working on the now-celebrated portrait of the woman with the enigmatic smile. I'm Ben Thomas. I'm Terry Lipschitz, thanking you for listening. Audio
0: provided by the Associated Press. Music is by Skillcell and provided through Pixabay. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.